a Voice of St. Louis original podcast. This is the STL All Local Podcast from KMOX Radio. I'm Megan Lynch with the news you need for this Monday, March 20th. A bill that would return control of the St. Louis Police Department to the state is now in the hands of the Missouri Senate as it returns from spring break. It passed the House easily, with many saying the police department needs to be taken out of the grips of City Hall for political reasons. But Lieutenant Governor Mike Kehoe tells KMOX it's hard to say what the Senate might do. Uh, there'll be passionate positions on both sides. There'll be some people that believe that the state can come back in like they used to have state control about 10 years ago. There'll be other ones that want to see Chief Tracy get a shot at uh, trying to see if he can uh, figure out the department. Kehoe says in the Senate, the fate of the bill could be affected by how the Senate votes on other things, including a bill that would appoint a special prosecutor in St. Louis to help with murder cases. Kevin Colleen, KMOX News. A proposal in the state legislature would help future nurses, mental health professionals, and public health workers lighten their student loan debt if they agree to work in some of Missouri's most at need regions. Republican State Representative Kent Hayden of Mexico says some of the rural areas are hurting when it comes to health care staffing. You just can't service your debt going back to your hometown or going back to a really high need area that could be could even be inner city. Hayden says the state health department approached him about getting creative to find ways to get more students interested in staying in Missouri for health care careers. The family of a St. Charles woman missing since last Tuesday spent Sunday posting flyers of 39-year-old Jackie Mitchell. KMOX spoke with a friend of the family who says she was seen coming out of Maggie O'Brien's in Sunset Hills Tuesday night but has not been seen since. According to a family Facebook post, Mitchell's Nissan Sentra was found on a parking lot in a Maryland Heights apartment complex Sunday. You can see a picture of Jackie Mitchell at KMOX.com. Missouri linebacker Chad Bailey suspended from the team after he was arrested on suspicion of driving while intoxicated early Sunday. The 23-year-old was a team captain last season. He's been released on bond. KMOX Business Desk, a popular St. Louis ice cream shop, is expanding. By next month, Clementine's Naughty and Nice Creamery will add a pair of locations, one in Central West End, the other in Edwardsville. In Illinois, so we're crossing the bridge. Hey, everybody needs Clementine's ice cream. Tamara Keefe founded Clementine's in 2014 after leaving corporate America to follow her lifelong passion for making ice cream. She's since added five locations to the original Lafayette Square shop, and the two new ones make eight total. But Keefe isn't planning to stop with the St. Louis region. We're going into some other Midwestern cities in in 2024 and 2025, but the goal ultimately is to take Clementine's national. Keefe is no stranger to national attention, winning awards for her decadent and boozy flavors, as well as the shop's vegan ice cream, She's also been a guest on Andy Cohen's Bravo show. But what really sent her business soaring was getting on the O list, Oprah's favorite things. I was sending my ice creams to her relentlessly. Oh, really? We sent it to her office and we kept sending it. And then one day we got a phone call and they said, hey, can you send us 30 pints of these few flavors? And we were like, okay, Oprah's calling for this? Yes. Yes. Whatever you want. Yes. Specifically, Oprah called Clementine's gooey butter cake the sexiest ice cream alive. But Keefe's gotten to where she is by doing all the non-sexy things. She's the only micro-creamery in Missouri and one of a baker's dozen in the country. A micro-creamery is like a small-batch bourbon distillery. The ice cream and everything in it has to be made by hand. 
and all natural. There's so much junk in most ice creams out there with ingredients you can't pronounce and things that aren't natural. All, all natural was really, really important to me. The bar is set high for micro creameries. It's a ton of hard work and it's expensive. But Keefe says Clementine's doesn't have much debt, something potential investors would love to hear. But that's down the road. The scoop for now is that ice cream lovers in Central West End and Edwardsville are about to join the Clementine's family. I'm Scott Jagow for KMOX News. Clementine's was Scott's destination for roaming St. Louis. You can catch it Sunday mornings and online at KMOX.com. KMOX goes in-depth. You don't know what you got till it's gone. It'd be a paradise put up a fucking line. An old building on a prominent corner is saved from becoming a parking lot. Debbie Monterey has the story. At the corner of South Grand and Park Street is a building whose transformation is long overdue. So we are looking at what is now called the Nicholas. Um, it was a building built in, in 1912 uh, by Nicholas Pellegrin, who uh, also built the City Hospital Hotel and Sumner High School. That's Joel Foose with architecture and urban design firm Trivers. It was actually targeted to be demolished by SSM. They weren't quite sure what to do with it, and it was going to be raised uh, to extend this parking lot here. So we had further conversations looking for somebody to perhaps save the building. Really eventually found a way to... uh, HM and Brian Pratt. Brian, this was going to be a parking lot. What made you think that this, you know, had promise? You know, location-wise around, you know, some real wonderful anchors like the hospital campuses between SSM, Cardinal Glennon, you know, the strength of the gate district and, uh, and surrounding area, you've got a building of significance and we like to try to save and restore buildings of it all possible. This doesn't seem big enough for 28 apartments, so how does that work? <laughs> Well, uh, when you have a limited footprint that you work with, you look and find at every square inch that you can um, find units to, to make work. And so when do you hope to have everything ready? And Well, we, we, have, um, we have some tenants moving in at the end of March for April occupancy. So end of March, so in like two weeks. End of March, yes. We had to take a few stairs here to get up okay. the floor, but we have some units that are staged and ready. Perfect. But the corner unit, from a, from a view standpoint. The apartments are mostly one bedroom uh, with a few two bedrooms. Our approach on this is try to work as much of what the building has to offer. And so by, you know, capturing that historic nature of it that resonates so much with people and when they choose to live in a historic building, you know, versus something that's brand new construction, because it has that character, that story that's there, that resonates with people so much. That means some unique spaces, like a small penthouse apartment with no neighbors on that floor, or two gardener basement apartments with sunken patios. Brian Pratt says the project has taken longer than anticipated. We're probably 16, 17 months into this. Um, it certainly has taken longer than anticipated, uh, like most construction projects over the past two years. I mean, we've really gone through some historically challenging times with construction, sourcing material, labor, etc. You know, th- however, through all that, we've been able to continue to make good progress, um, albeit at a slower pace. And, and, um, no matter how many of these historic buildings you, you do, and we've done uh, hundreds of them, and it just, it, it, 
they all have a surprise to give you. So <laughs> you just got to be ready. Are you nervous at all about people moving in in two weeks? No. <laughs> Not at this point. Not at this point. I'll ask you next week. That's Brian Pratt with AHM Group and Joel Foos of Trivers at the Nicholas, an historic building saved from the wrecking ball and turned into apartments aimed at nearby hospital workers and perhaps slew medical students. In South St. Louis, Debbie Monterey, KMOX News. I'm Megan Lynch. STL All Local is produced by the KMOX News team. Subscribe to the All Local on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.